Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So I wanted to first share with you a fascinating short story I recently heard of a rabbi who went to meet with a family after the passing of their mother, a woman who had survived the horrors and painful losses of the Holocaust. The woman had been far from observant and while the rabbi was meeting with the family, he asked what kind of relationship did she have with God? The answer he received shocked him. They said, well, she had a very strong relationship with God. So the rabbi inquired how that was even possible when she left her religious observance behind her after the Holocaust, to which they responded, oh, she was very angry at God because of the Holocaust, but rabbi, you only get mad at someone who you love, are deeply committed to in a relationship, and expect more from. What a deeply profound statement, one that I believe sums up the understandable reaction and torment that many Holocaust heroes who survived felt, and yet how they still stayed resolute in their commitment to everything Jewish. See, a mistake that many of us make is to equate the lack of observance of that post-Holocaust generation to the lack of observance that might exist in this generation, in our generation. But they are not the same. See, if we look at the lives that many of these heroes went on to live, it was not a rejection of Judaism or even the existence of God, but a life that was fiercely dedicated to the rebuilding of the Jewish people, of Jewish schools, of the Jewish homeland, of Jewish families, and Jewish continuity. They saw Judaism at their core. It was the heart of their lives and dedicated their lives to it. Seems strange for people who are so mad at God. But I think the story we just mentioned really illuminates what it's all about. So many of them believed deeply in the role that Judaism played in their lives. It was their defining identity to be part of a glorious chain and legacy that they were proud of and saw as integral to who they were. Their anger towards God was not a rejection of him or for their mission that was part of the chosen nation. Yeah, they were personally pained, conflicted with observance due to what they had lived through, seen, or experienced. It's understandable, even expected but they often knew that this was their personal challenge to bear, not an angst they wanted to pass on to the next generation. In fact, they often wanted to ensure they not only had Jewish children, but that their children would raise Jewish families as well. And they were often proud of their children when they were even more devoutly committed than they themselves were, because the truth is their lives did not carry those painful scars. And in fact, they only had much to be thankful to God for in their lives. See, in a Zoom conversation I had earlier with some old friends and a few new ones this morning, I actually shared a realization that I just had. When the previous generation said that famous Yiddish phrase of Schwerz seine Yid, it's tough to be a Jew, they didn't mean that Judaism was tough or bad. They loved it. They just realized that there were often challenges waged against the Jews, often by outsiders, and that was tough. It was also hard to find food, difficult to find or create parnasa, a livelihood, or even just to find safety, but it wasn't hard to commit to the Jewish people. Unfortunately today, when people say that phrase in our generation, they don't mean that it's tough to be devoutly committed to the Jewish people and vision, but they just believe that it's tough and annoying to simply be Jewish. And that, my friends, is not what the previous generation meant by Schwertz Zahniyed. Yeah, they faced challenges, struggled, worked hard, and even questioned God, but they stayed fiercely committed to it, in love with it, because it was an essential part of who they were. It was like their right arm. So perhaps the lesson from this evening is to understand that we are here because of that uncompromising commitment and struggle of others, and we need to appreciate that, more deeply connect to that, and be the transmitters of that. 
This comes to mind as well because this evening's podcast is generously sponsored by the daughter of a true hero, Manly Tesler, in honor of his Yortzeit. A man who lost so much in the Holocaust but never lost that love and passion for raising a Jewish family who cares about community, education, family, and of course Israel. A reality that he saw emerge from the ashes of the Shoah and fell in love with. He might not have been a scholar of books or an academic. Life had dictated that he struggle and hustle to survive and rebuild. But despite all the schwerkite, the difficulty that he endured, he and his wife of almost 64 years would consider their greatest success to be the Yiddishkeit and the ongoing commitment to carry forward the Jewish people that they work to instill in their children and then grandchildren and now even great-grandchildren, all of whom live lives committed to the responsibility of continuing and strengthening the Jewish story for the future, always staying committed to the destiny of our people. I see and know about this firsthand and even a simple act of sponsoring Torah learning as a way to memorialize his life is a testament that his dream of transmitting his love of Judaism has indeed been passed on to the next generation. And on that note, wishing his neshama and aliyah tonight and wishing you a wonderful evening and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.